0: Welcome to Words That Inspire, a podcast that is dedicated to motivating, inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting as many listeners as we reach. Today, we are kicking off our Keeping Your Head Raised series. And the inspiration of this series is uh, a discussion I had with a a dearly beloved aunt who is now late. Mm -hmm. And it was always important to her that people never walk around being defeated by their problems and their issues and their situations that your head is always raised no matter what the problem will be and our anchor text for this series is Matthew 11:28 it says come to me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest mm-hmm. so for the first part of this series i am excited very very excited to be speaking with a great woman of God. Um, she is the wife of Pastor Alex Lumati, who is the visionary behind the prayer and world explosion ministry. I have been privileged to know both of them for a few years and I know her as a woman, a dynamic woman with a caring and a gentle spirit. She is she's full of wisdom she is she is very wonderful truly wonderful and a part of her ministry is to minister to women of all ages providing them with tools spiritual and otherwise necessary to live their best lives in God so thank you so much ma for agreeing to the interview thank you so much and let's jump right in so my first question as you have ministered to people especially women what problems and issues have you noticed that women are dealing with today?
1: Um, the issues I have encountered are the issues that women bring to me, you know, talking, um, low self-esteem, um, women going through miscarriages, uh, women believing in God for the fruit of the womb, women being hurt in relationships, whether it's in the church, whether it's an intimate relationship with their spouse, Um, and just women not you know knowing their identity in Christ Um, and we can you know women are such we are such delicate individuals but yet strong and um, I know sometimes other women when they come and they speak to me it's just how to move forward I don't know how to go forward I don't know how to even deal with the situation and I don't even know how to pray for myself. And one thing they were asked, please pray for me. Keep me in prayer. You know, sometimes in life we go through situations where you can't pray at all. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can't even open your mouth. You can't even open your Bible. And there's no one that you can talk to that can comfort you. Yeah. And that was going to be my
0: second question. Mm -hmm. So when people especially women when we find that we're in a place of hurt a place of need who do we speak to because i know that's often an issue not only i have encountered but Mm -hmm. i've met a lot of people who say um i have this problem and i just i don't know who to trust Mm -hmm. i don't know who to speak to Mm -hmm. so if if, when i'm i'm pretty sure you've or um, hard people who are women who have told you the same thing. Yeah. So who do you suggest they go to or they speak to or seek help from?
1: Um, I actually can identify with that. Um, I know it's hard to even trust people nowadays with everything going on. And I remember I went through a season um, of going through hurt and pain and because of betrayal and things that I've been through, I, I couldn't trust anybody. And it was by the leading of the Holy Spirit that I was led to talk to an individual. Um, I think you have to be careful, you know, who you open up to because everyone is not of God. You know, mm-hmm. some people yeah. you talk to and they just want to gossip about you. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you don't even know the spirit that they're carrying It might take that issue and use it for evil. However, I think... Um, if one is not sure, especially in the church, I think having counseling, Christian counseling is good. Um, but if it's in the church, I believe you you just need to pray and ask God, God, you know, we're here as, bre- you know, as brethren. Who can I talk to? I, after you talk to God, of course, we have to go to God first. Mm-hmm. You know, we cry out to him and he's our comforter and he will send people that will talk to you, that will pray for you. You know, after you you lift up your petition to him, um, he will send people. So I would say, cry out to God, ask God to send someone that have been through the situation, that's an overcomer through the situation by his grace. And then maybe you can open up and talk to to that individual. And I know sometimes it's, it's even hard because you carry it, you become more, you know, stressed, frustrated, and sometimes numb become numb because of what we go through and that's i think that's a tactic of the enemy um but finding and i think praying first and asking god i mean to send people to surround you in that time or season of your life and i think god will give you a witness in your spirit that that individual is from him now you mentioned christian counseling
0: Mm -hmm. i know um i am in favor of of counseling Mm -hmm. If you need a, a professional um, counselor, psychologist, therapist mm. to go speak to someone, mm. but I have also heard people, especially in the church, who say you don't need any other person; just mm. pray it out or, or pray it off. And I bring that up because. I was watching a series. Oprah mm. had had a series, and I, there was a woman who she lost two of her sons within the space of a year. Mm. One died um, as a result of a shooting, and the other one drowned um, mm. in in, in, the, in the lake or something, and she was a deaconess at her church mm. and she was told the same thing, prayed of, and this was a woman who, at one point, she was severely depressed. And she only had she only has had those two children. She mm-hmm. didn't have any other. she lost all her kids in the space of a year and she was told to pray it off. Except she said she prayed and she prayed and she prayed and she felt worse the more she did. But she couldn't talk to anybody because as a deaconess of the church they expected that she would pray it yeah. off and everything would be okay. Mm-hmm. And she got to a point she resigned from her post in the church mm-hmm. and she was She left the church. She Mm -hmm. was disillusioned and she said she was struggling with thoughts of how the God she served would allow this tragedy to happen to her, that she still believed in God, but she no longer believed in the church. And I was thinking perhaps if she had spoken to someone or Mm -hmm. talked to someone, instead of every person she turned to, told her prayed of. And it it should get better so I just wanted you to speak more about Mm. um, Christian counseling and and, you know if you believe in it and why it's important for people Mm. to seek counseling
1: I think counseling is very Christian counseling let me make that clear is very key I mean of course if someone goes through an event like that I think the church all hands need to be on deck you know whether it's because it's hard sometimes going through something like that I can't even imagine you can't even utter a word out of your mouth Mm -hmm. so having that privacy having that other person in christ to open up to to get different feedback i believe it will help that individual to get through you know and when people say oh we are just prayed off i mean we're human beings Mm -hmm. the word of god is life yes but then like i said situations come where it just it knocks you off it tries to knock you off your feet because you don't expect that to happen. Yeah. You don't expect that to happen. So having Christian counseling, now you have to find the right one to go to, I think it will help. I, I think we should not shun it off. The church shouldn't, you know, or if they have a Christian counseling within the church, if the person is comfortable, I think that would be good, of course, and having a brethren come to pray for that individual, for strength, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: what I um, mentioned, it on. Um, uh, on the blog, I'm going to try and find resources for Christian yes. counselors so that uh, people have access to that information. Now, something else I also notice is um, there are people who are feel ashamed to admit that there is an issue, that they have a problem. Sometimes, unfortunately, it, it's teaching from the church. You're a child of God. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to say... You have a problem
1: mm-hmm. sometimes
0: there is shame um, sometimes they don't want to be a burden mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that feeling is from outside in mm-hmm. it's not that they feel ashamed they have a problem but they are afraid others will make them ashamed mm-hmm. that they have a problem a typical example is um, young ladies you know in church we always pray to get married mm-hmm. and i know someone who after a year of marriage her husband fought for divorce mm-hmm. and that whole year you know it wasn't really a perfect marriage to begin with mm-hmm. he, for whatever reason turned abusive mm-hmm. and she insisted on staying because she doesn't believe in divorce mm-hmm. but he filed papers he's moving on he had found someone else And she didn't want people to make her feel ashamed. Wow, after one year of marriage, it's already over. Mm -hmm. And she had an issue. You know, he had thrown her out of the house. She needed somewhere to stay. Whatever issues she was going through led her to losing her job. She needed money. Just, it it was a lot. Mm -hmm. But... Her story unfortunately is not unique. There are mm-hmm. a lot of people who feel ashamed to say mm-hmm. I have an issue. So if there is someone out there who is listening today, what would you say to them mm-hmm. about that feeling of shame or, or or whatever it is that makes it difficult for them to admit and say I have a problem or I mean I'm hurting, I have a situation mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. and I need help.
1: Well I can I can say I can identify with that um you know I I haven't and I know it's not common especially in the Christian community in the African community African American African community to mm-hmm. open up about issues yeah because people will look at you like oh man really don't and if you're a pastor or a deacon or you're playing a major part in the church people feel like you need to have it all together you won't have it all together number 1. Mm-hmm. We all have issues, we all go through things and suppressing it it keeps when we suppress that it eventually allows the enemy to push us away. And for me, my husband and I've been married for almost 7 years and we don't have children yet. And this is my first time actually speaking mm-hmm. out, you know, about this because I feel um Many people go through this. This is one situation, and they keep quiet, yeah, but inside they are <laughs> the pain is there, but when you go to church, it 's like you just gotta put a face up mm-hmm. and keep it moving mm-hmm. but then, when you leave and you 're home by yourself in your bed, you have that pain mm-hmm. so for me, um, I talked to my pastor's wife, you know, and I was led, and she she's the type to she's She's straightforward, and she will let you know, like you mentioned about your aunt. Mm-hmm. when you come in here, keep your head up and have a smile. God is in control. so I would say to anyone who's going through a situation who's who have you know feeling some kind of pain or hurt or they feel like they're ashamed, don't be ashamed. Know God for yourself, know God that he's your restorator he's your healer, He's our everything. Where are the he's that you know, we're the apple of his eye. So don't feel feel ashamed, don't worry about what people will say. You know, you come to church, you serve God, you do what you have to do, and if you feel like you need to talk, you need to vent, like I mentioned prior, find that person that you can talk to, that you can pray with. It don't have to be in the church, but make sure it's godly counsel. Don't shun away from going to the church. Or if you get a divorce, or they know your husband is beating you, or you're not married and you're 45 years old, God can do anything. Yeah, He can restore. He can bring healing. <laughs> he, I mean, God is. He He's God. Mm-hmm. He's the Almighty God. So I would say, don't feel feel ashamed. See God for yourself. Know God for yourself. And in that time of pain or hurt, you need someone to talk. Talk. Don't feel ashamed, but I know for a fact God will change the story. My pastor wife always tell me, be patient with God. Sometimes we're not patient. Yeah. And sometimes we go through things. It's part of the process of fulfilling destiny. It's part of the p- process of fulfilling your purpose. You will go through these things. How will you minister to people? Mm. How will you minister to other women? It's yeah. yeah. It's temporary. It's
0: temporary, yeah. I always say there is no shame in pain, yes, because even in the Bible, we have a lot of people who went through stuff, you know, notably, mm-hmm. um, Hannah, oh, yeah, who had a her husband's other wife mm-hmm. tormented mm-hmm. the poor lady to the point when she had her seven kids, she had to write a song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God changed it around, So yeah. there is shame no pain. shame in it's pain. no shame. It's a process. We all have to go through it, you know? And you
0: just mentioned um, allowing the enemy to push us away. mm mm-hmm. um, when, when we're in tough situations or are or going through something, how about those who have already been pushed away? Like the lady I spoke to you about who resigned as a deaconess in her church and left the church and... You know, I think it had been, at the time she was speaking, it had been a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, I still believe in God, just I don't know if I'm returning to the church anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So people who have been pushed out of the church and some who have been pushed away from God, you know, how they used to live. They've gone back to sin. Mm -hmm. They've looked into ungodly ways to resolve their situation. What would you say to those people?
1: Well, that I would say to them, God is faithful. Um, I know the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God always brings his own back. You look at the prodigal son in the Bible. He went away, and God brought him back. And the enemy tries to use things to push people away, and sometimes God allow it. To happen, and I would say to those people that have gone back to the world that have looked into um worldly things to find comfort that God loves you. God loves you he he wants he wants you back, give him another chance, and he will make things right life <laughs> life has seasons and times where it's pleasant and it's unpleasant but he loves us he gave his only son jesus christ he died for us come back to him jesus loves you rekindle the life of your your relationship with him you know and i think as a christian community that's we really have to really pray for people that have gone astray you know whether being hurt in church losing a loved one being shunned in the church you know, um, we have to go after them. Sometimes we just leave them alone. We just, you know, let them go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But I would say to the individual or individuals that Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. Come back to Him. There's nothing He cannot do in your life. Look unto Him, not the church. <laughs> if you look to the church, you will always be <laughs> you will always be mad or angry but once you have that relationship with him once you have that divine encounter nothing can uproot you nothing
0: yeah like you you just mentioned um not looking onto the church but looking onto god but also remembering that the church has a role what of situations where it's a hurt from the church that has driven people out of Mm -hmm. the church you know that um. My pastor always says the church is a theater. Yeah. And in the theater, <laughs> sometimes healthy people come in for checkups, and sometimes really sick people are there. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And there have been a lot of people I know who have left church because of something somebody mm-hmm. else did. Mm-hmm. Now, to those people who have left the church because. In addition to their own burdens there has been pain inflicted on them from someone in the church how then do you convince them to come back to church
1: huh that one you that i think with that it will take prayer and consistency mm. like sometimes i know somebody i was really close with he left the church because of things he's went through but now he's in the world he's doing club promotion Anytime he sees of us, he starts running away.
0: Mm.
1: So, <laughs> what can you do in that situation? You have to really pray and see God for yeah. that person. Yeah. Because they're going to keep running and running until God break them. Bring, break them down to the point where brokenness <laughs> have come upon them. Mm-hmm. Then that divine visitation encounter will come. And that's how he will grab them back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you will go and talk to people... They don't want to hear it. And, and, it, and it was just being honest, they don't want to hear it. Yeah. And all you can do is stand in the gap for that person and pray for them. And pray for them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know when I was growing up, um, you know, I went to church before. But because of, I guess, I I didn't grow up in the church. And sometimes I would visit church. And what I saw and how people treated me, I was like, oh, no. You know, but God had a way to bring me back. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would be here sitting down talking about jesus christ Mm -hmm. and you know so god has a way of bringing us up bringing us back but standing in a gap Mm -hmm. for those individuals Mm -hmm. yeah because nothing you say to them at the moment they don't want to hear it yeah yeah that's true that's true now
0: in terms of um keeping your head raised in tough situations because I know you've, you've mentioned a couple, and you know, I'm certain just like everybody else, you have gone through situations that have mm-hmm. been heavy, and, and I've heard even the, the ones or the times where you don't even know what you've prayed so much, it gets to a point where you don't even know mm-hmm. what other word of prayer to utter. To what did you do to get through to the other side, or to get to a point where... It was those situations no longer burdened you or did not, they didn't weigh you down or didn't keep you mm-hmm. awake at night anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. So what has helped me and what is helping me? Remembering what all God have done for me. I mean, my life is just a testimony. Um, I remember my mom was pregnant with me from what she told me and from the three months on she... She was bleeding and I was born with a heart murmur, blood transfusions, and all kind of things. So God has been faithful, so I always remember what God has done in my life. Mm. Since I was a little girl. Every my life is a testimony for him delivering me from the world and him taking me through situations and making provisions, sending help to me. I know. That God will do it. Yeah. Standing on His Word. And for me, worship, going into praise and worship really helped me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just sometimes I couldn't pray. Sometimes I still can't pray of certain things I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So I find myself in a place of worship, of praising Him, of thanking Him for all the things He has done and all the things that I'm asking Him to do. Mm-hmm. So that keeps me going and then reading his word. He said he would never leave me nor forsake me. You know, he said, Many are the affliction of the righteous, but he will deliver us from all. So I know he will deliver me. He has done it before. Why wouldn't he do it again? So that helps me to keep my head up. Despite of what I'm hear, what I'm hearing, what I'm going through, and you know, we were just talking about my situation, trying to find, you know, what I want to mm-hmm. do. It's not easy, but I know God will make a way. He has done it before, and I know he will do for everyone that's believing him for something. You know, that's that's. it really kept me. And sometimes I would just cry,
0: mm-hmm. cry to
1: God, because there's no one you can talk to that will comfort you sometimes. Mm-hmm. No one, I'm telling you. But crying out to God and then just giving him a petition, and he always sends a word to me. That's and even I'm married, but sometimes my husband won't understand what I'm going through. Yeah, <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. not. You know, he means well, but there's certain places in your life where your spouse, your children, or whoever, even your pastor, won't understand. So having that personal relationship with him, and like I said, praising, praising him, worshiping him, and just remembering what he have done for me. Mm-hmm. And I know he
0: will do it again. Yeah, I always say there is no one formula for praying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always just kneeling down, putting your hands mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I know I've had times when um, in the middle of the week when nobody's there, I just go to the altar in church and I lay there and I'm crying. Yes. And sometimes I'm in my room and I'm, I'm yelling. However, it it needs to be communicated. You know, I always hear people mm-hmm. say, God is all-knowing. He knows your problem mm-hmm. already. I was like, but it feels good to tell mm-hmm. him. It yeah, feels good it to does. tell him. And he, he says it too. He's, mm-hmm. You know, there's a good reason. He says, come and ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you have a relationship, it's a yes. two-way communication. So you still need to tell him even, yes. even if he knows. And then something else I heard about when you're in a, a tough spot and you have a situation that is worrying you or you're mm-hmm. trying to get somewhere um, but you don't know what the next step is Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of the pastor I had said I was listening to his program and he said whatever the last thing is God called you to do Mm -hmm. be faithful in that Mm -hmm. until he brings along either he opens the door in front Mm -hmm. of you or brings along somebody to tell you what the next thing is so just a drop to my spirit now for Mm -hmm. mothers who have children that are in they just have troubled children that are not doing well in school or just they have a tough situation with their children to never give up and whatever it is the last whatever the last thing is god told you to do about your child be praying Mm -hmm. be faithful in that Mm -hmm. if it's an an academic program you've been led to be faithful in that Mm -hmm. whatever the last thing god is god asked you to do to be faithful in doing it and then in the midst of doing that a door is going to be open or a helper is going to come along Mm -hmm. or, Mm or just something like that amen um We have uh, about five to seven minutes left, Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to give you the floor, so to speak, and whatever it is God has put in your heart to bless the people with, so let them know.
1: I just want to encourage the women or even men that will listen, you know, to this podcast, and um, I just want you guys to know that God is faithful, and like I mentioned prior that, My pastor wife always tells me, Be patient with God. Life, there's um, times and seasons we go through things. But if you look at the life of Joseph, his life was a process. But at the end, he reached his destiny. He went through unpleasant situations, but he never bowed his head down. He always believed in God. I just want to encourage everybody even myself, as I as I'm speaking, I'm speaking to myself to remain in God. Don't give up. God will see us through whatever the situation you are passing through. Whether no one understands, whether you people have left you, hurt you, betrayed you, God will see us through. If you look at the life of Jesus Christ, he was betrayed, they shunned him. But who are we? We will go through things in life. No one should ever fool us that life will be rosy, it will be nice. No, life is a fight. Even when we're sleeping at night, we're fighting in our dreams. Life is a fight. So fight to the very end. Don't give up. Stay in God. Don't allow anyone or no situation to chase you from where he has placed you. And for all the women that are going through hurtful situations or that are married or not married, I just pray that the Lord will strengthen you and see you through in the name of Jesus. I pray that whoever hears this podcast, that the mighty hand of God will touch you in your situation, in your household, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will restore everything that you have lost in the name of Jesus. And I pray that we will not give up on the process, the process in which we are going through to fulfill destiny. Everything that we go through in life is not for us, it's for the next person. If anyone has gone through a divorce, maybe God will use you to talk to a group of women that that have gone through divorce. If you are believing God for children, and God blesses you with the children, maybe God will use you to pray for people that are believing God for children. Oh, if you believe in God to get married, and you're in your 40s, your 50s, and it haven't happened, and you finally, God, bring your soul in, God will use you to minister to those that are believing God to get married. So everything that we go through is a process. It's for tomorrow. It's for someone else. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we will not fall, we will not give in during the process in the name of Jesus. Mm in jesus
0: name amen, amen. amen. that was wonderful amen. i was going to end on, on a word of prayer but you've, <laughs> you've you've amen. wrapped us up you amen. know it, it's been an amazing time and i hope um soon either on the same topic or another topic we'll sure. get get a chance to sit down and talk again sure and i just want to remind everybody that on our social media pages we are going to have links to this uh, episode we are also going to have uh, links to the prayer and word explosion ministry page It, it, it is an amazing amazing ministry that's focused on prayers and the word of god so i'm going to have the links there Um, I know they have an amazing program once a year I haven't been opportuned to attend yet (laughs) in person but I have I always look it up you know the recordings on Facebook Mm -hmm. it it always blesses me and Mm -hmm. of course uh, Pastor Alex who by God's grace will be hearing from at the end of the series he has uh, a Facebook live um, um, sessions Uh, I forget the frequency now, but we'll put that up on our Facebook page as well. Once I find out, Mm. so just, um, I hope you've been encouraged. I hope you've learned something. If you have any questions for pastor, Mrs. Lumari, you can drop it on our website, on Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page, and I'll be sure to pass it along to her. And uh, however she wants to transmit her responses, but you will definitely hear from her. Yeah. Uh, as always, I wish you nothing but the best. I pray that God goes with you, be with you, and until next time, remain blessed. Amen. Amen.